Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema. My name is Tosin, I am a host based up in Bromsgrove in the West Midlands. And this week, I am feeling particularly like I should not judge a film by its poster, based on something that I have watched this week. Joining me, as always, on the Isle of Wight are Sharon. Hello. And Sean. Hi, yeah. Hi, uh, how are you guys doing? Good. It's well, thank you. Yeah, we were just talking before we pressed record about Sharon getting all the vaccines in the world. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I am bulletproof. You are bulletproof. Like, is there anything? Is there any virus that could take you down right now? I don't think there is. No, <laughs> I have had um, three of five vaccines in the last month. <laughs> oh, wow. Three of the five that I'm going to get in the last month, and that's all because I am working in an office in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, I don't even have. Well, I will have patient contact because one of my. That's why I've been getting all these jabs. It's because part of my job will involve patient contact um, in from April, yeah. and and our, where we work is literally there's one entrance that's got loads of red "Do Not Enter" signs on it, and then there's like our office, and then the "Do Not Enter" sign is the COVID board. <laughs> so we are that is our office is literally next door to the COVID board, but right. that's only once a month from April. Yeah. No, sorry, once a week from April I'll be working there in that department but yeah they made sure that every single member of staff is up to date with their mmr their flu jabs and their covid jabs so yes good stuff i am you know protected <laughs> good stuff good stuff and sean sean i mean we said just beforehand that it turns out that you are now the only one of us to not have a covid vaccine no. because of what i think is an admin a, a administration snafu <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just not. Um, I'm not. I'm not in the band yet. I'm not in the band. Oh no, no, because I mean, not a snafu on your part. It was snafu on on my part. In that, I don't. I don't think I should have had it. I don't think I should have had it yet. But well, oh, well, things... you, I, mean, I mean, it's good that you did though. It's a good what? chance. Yeah. Although, I'm, although I'm, I'm thinking that. Do you remember there was, oh, it was a time ago? I think a bit before there was even thought of the covid thing you were really ill weren't you do you remember yes yes i you do remember a, that yeah it was in March, wasn't it? so you might have you might have um you might have had it already i might have had it already i might have had it yeah. already but i know you were pretty you you were quite poorly i was yeah i was bad for about a week i was bad for about yeah. a week and it, it's but it's one of those things where at that time there was no testing there was nothing like that so no. we don't know we don't know what we have and with the whole case of this whole idea of this covid thing is that nobody really knows well, no. you, you, there's some stuff that we know, but even what we definitely know switches, so so that it it, it has a new wrinkle added or anything like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It, it, like on, on a weekly basis. So yeah, and things like antibodies, they don't last. They don't believe they last forever now, do they? Yeah. They believe that you only get these antibodies for a certain amount of time. So even if you had the antibody test, yeah, it may show as being negative. Yeah. So because so, I had an antibody test just as a volunteer because they're asking for people throughout the country from different demographics to do these voluntary antibody tests just to see how far the vaccine the virus had spread so i did that and i came up negative mm. but you know i didn't think i had it so i i it was what i was expecting 
Yeah. 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 I have been being tested. I have been not this week, but I have been being tested twice a week. So at school. Yeah. So I've had the tests. So so at the moment I've had the vaccine, but I think Sean, if there's a little bit of a silver lining that if you have to wait a little bit longer before you have a vaccine, by the time you get it, it might actually work properly. So yeah, it's true. It's true. It's very true. Very true. I like I like your optimism. I like your there. Yeah, so that's the that's that's great. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, because I, I I mean I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Let me put it this way. I'm still not leaving my house. So <laughs> because because I, I I'm like we're all one big massive science experiment. But anyway, yeah. there's we let's get onto what it is that we've seen this week. So Netflix yeah. versus cinema, as the name says, we usually go watch something in cinema, something at Netflix. We weigh them up, we mark them out of five, and we say, this is who has won this week. There has been no cinema. No cinema, at least since December. Is there, and so we've had, we're going for what, two months now with no cinema. We do not know when it will be coming back, but we will be here when it does. And what we are doing is we're just talking about what it is we have seen at home in the absence of cinema. And there will be, I will find the time, and I will start doing our film buff interviews again. And I'm going to I'm going to aim for like Peter Jenkins on the Isle of Wight, who is oh. yeah yeah fr well, friend of the show. Well, not this show, but what I don't think yeah he has been on the show yeah friend friend of the right show. Here. And he actually has a page called Are You Watching? I believe on on uh, Facebook, and he he essentially sort of watches things and he rates them. And um, yeah, I want to go. I want to go get, interview him as a film buff and get his thing. And then that will be a separate show. That will be a cinema show. And this will be our Netflix and Friends show because yeah. that's all we can yeah. watch right now. But that's it. That's the thing. So, what have we been watching this week? I will kick off, and I will say um, I have. I decided that it was about high time we started actually having some continuity on this podcast. And if we mentioned something in the last week episode, we should actually follow it up. So <laughs> we mentioned Greenland at the end of last week's episode. And I thought, you know what? I should actually go watch that. I should go watch Greenland and come back and tell people what I thought about it. But what about you guys? What have you guys been watching? Okay, well, I've um, the, the things I can remember watching sort of film-wise is um, it was a, a 2019 film called Outback. Outback, which, okay. Outback, yeah. And um, I also watched... a. Uh, 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 film Spanish film called Gun City. So all right, those those are the, those are the two. Uh, and I've seen a bunch of other stuff. I mean, obviously, I watch. I've been watching some football, and um, I've been watching. I think we had a little conversation about stunt men talking about stunts that I came across. Yeah, yeah. I think and, uh, we're going to cut that up, and that's going to be a little snippet we're going to put up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, what else? Have I, I've I've just yeah, I've just sort of watched. Oh, I've, I've been watching some interesting documentary type things on youtube there's what there was one about the fall of france and were the french really cowards or whatever it's really really it's like a question that this guy it's called tick and you're sending questions like how what what about the hungarian army how you know so it's all it's like bits of the war but yeah actual bits that we don't really really know about so so i've been watching quite a few of those but i thought do you know what? I need to actually catch a couple of movies for our. <laughs> so, so these are the two that I've seen movies-wise. All right, cool. And I think I've seen. I think I've seen another one, but I can't remember what it is. Ooh. Oh, I, oh yeah, I rewatched The Godfather Three. That was it. Oh, oh, they're making a new version of that apparently. They made it. Yeah, they made. It, I think. I, mean, they, I they... don't know. I don't know. I, I, I heard that they were making it, but I haven't heard. I've heard of it being released oh, yet. Right. So, and that was going to be. I did think, and I'm not going to do it. I did think, like with the background picture, I was going to. I found one which I thought I'll put that on and see if I can catch him out. But, 
All right. So for anybody listening to the audio version of this, <laughs> Sean has started doing something from last week where when we have a Zoom call, Sean shows up and he shows up on the Zoom call with a still from a movie in the background. And what we have to do and what other people, I mean, you can play along as well by going to the Netflix versus Cinema page on Facebook. And we will have the video of this up on the Netflix versus Cinema page. And you can try and guess what film it is that is in Sean's background. Guess who the actors or actresses are in the in the picture and guess what the film is before Sean reveals it. And you can also see us going along trying to figure out what the film is. So yeah, so that's what Sean is talking about. And he's talking about, you're saying that your the other one you were thinking about doing was going to be, uh, was going to be Godfather. a Godfather, Godfather 3. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that might have been a good one. That might, I mean, still do that. I might not be able to answer. Um, I might not be able to name all of the actors in it. <laughs> right. Um, okay, cool. And Sharon? I have. Uh, well, I caught up on a BBC eight-parter, The Serpents. I know Shawnee re- reviewed it when it first came out. So I, I thought I'd watch. I'd sit and watch that. It's quite a, a bit of a marathon because there is an eight-parter all hour-long episode so that basically took up nearly all of my viewing time this week but i did complete the whole series okay all right cool so let me see let me try to think okay so we have two from sean one from sharon one from me let's start off with sean tell us a little bit yes. about outback and, okay, and outback. does does so... this fulfill everything in its title and be a stereotypically <laughs> australian thing um it's it's it's, it's... Actually, okay, the story is this, uh, it's American production as well. Starts off, there's this young American couple on, the, on, a, on a, a plane, and he proposes on the plane to this to, to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wants to get the answer. They, they're going on holiday in Australia, sort of holiday, a getaway. And they go to the beach, they do the beachy things, and then they decide they're going to see Ayers Rock. Um, so they say, oh, the girl sort of says... Um, Oh, should we get a sat nav thing? He goes, no, no, the one on my phone's all right. The one on my phone's okay. We can use that. We can use that. He's a bit, he's a little bit controlling. Anyway, so that, that's what they got. That's that's what they're going to do. Oh, and he's been in the army, so he's had this so-called survival training. Or, oh yeah. You know, so he's supposed to be in there. Anyway, so, let's cut a long story short. So they they go, they go to the beach thing, and then they're driving, and of course they get, they get, they take this dirt road, and they get stuck. Get mm-hmm. stuck in the outback, or they can't do it. And the sat nav's going bing, bing, turn around, bing, 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 on the phone. So they have, they're really lost. And then the guy comes up with this. He says, "Oh, there's a bit of um, there's a, there's a bit of high ground up there. We we'll leave the car where it is because we don't want to take the car off road, and we go off to the the, the <laughs> high ground. You know." And you're thinking, "Okay, why would you okay. do that?" <laughs> okay, is is this is this one of these things? Okay, for what you said. Does he come across as one of those sort of guys who is like acts like he knows everything, but you kind of get this feeling like you you're gonna get people yeah, killed? Yeah, you're not, you're not, um, you're not. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's exactly toes. You nailed it. Yeah. So, so that pretty much tone. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Let's go off. Let's wander off to see if we can see anywhere to this hill that they've seen. This little small hill. You know, yeah. we're not gonna bother. To, we're not gonna bother to take any water or anything you know we're not going to really worry about what time it is or where it is or it's going to get dark you know what i mean it's like oh my goodness me well so you can imagine me you can imagine my this is me going into hyper this is me you're going in into sort of you a bloody what are you doing you still you know god you go nowhere you know what i mean so and then it's a basically a little bit of a story about survival you know yeah they try to get back to the car obviously it's night time so they get a bit lost they get and then they haven't got any 
well, they got one little bottle of water that she brought along in her handbag. And um, so, yeah, so it just goes from there. And there's there's obviously, they don't there's snakes and scorpions and all that sort of normal other hazards that you'd, um, you'd expect out in places like that, you know? Yeah. And one just happens to, you know, you know, do you know what I mean? It's very, very like, oh, come on, come on. How stupid can you be? Yeah, yeah. You be, you know? Oh, I'm asleep. I just wander off and see if I can find somewhere. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what? I think what would be really, really good is if we if we separated right now and if we went separate ways. You walk off in that direction. I walk off in that. And let's see if we can find some water. <laughs> yeah, let's see which one of us survives. So yeah, it just it just. But but that's an interesting one, and I won't tell you. I won't tell you what happens, but because otherwise that would totally spoil it. But yeah, it's pretty pretty standard fare. It's not a lot. It's just a, like a bit of a survival story. And the guy, yeah, you're right, Toast. The guy is a. Total, total, you know, know it all. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. I've been in the army. She's certainly not too sure about the whole thing, even from the start. You know what I mean? It's only because it happened on the plane. But, you know, she, you can see her thinking, do you know what? I don't think I really want this. So I was only in it for the trip to Australia. And, and who, and who I just wanted to see Uluru. I did not want to see this much outback. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's funny because when you said the when you said the the thing about the the sat nav on the phone, it made me think that maybe this is based on. I know that there was somebody in Australia around about the time I um one of the iPhones was released, and they had an, a maps app on the iPhone, and there was a story about someone who got lost in the Australian outback because they followed the iphone maps as opposed to their google maps and they were like yeah it doesn't really work that well and it was like a big massive pr headache and it made, <laughs> it made me think oh, is this is this based on that did they make a film out of you know the apple maps app not working <laughs> I, as i say I don't, I don't really know if um if it was a real based on a real film or not i haven't really done that much um sort of in, investigation into this okay one. but but, <laughs> but film wise film wise okay so uh so already you've you've told us about it you told us how you you're we we're getting the sean one of sean's catchphrases is like what are you doing where we get where we get a what are you doing it yeah. it it doesn't bode well so <laughs> and and actually yeah on, on about that just uh, on the tangents yeah on youtube there's this little there's there's a channel that's everything wrong with oh yeah 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 films. yeah yeah and I had to put in cinema everything scenes. wrong with with yeah the the rise of planet a war for the planet of the apes like yeah. that and I was like oh man that's me you know what I was saying about doing five minute rants <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. this one's had like a million and something views and I'm yeah like, yeah oh yeah it's, it's it's the cinema scene sins um a channel cinema sins and they do everything wrong yeah. with and then they name the film and then they go through and they count up all the things <laughs> yeah that and it's all it's, it's everything so I mean I was like. Oh, look at that. This is my your happy place. Yeah, it does. It does sound like my happy place, yeah. So so, yeah. so how anyway, many anyway, how many sorry, stars yeah. would you give out back? I'll give this a two. I'll give this a two star. Two star. It, was, it wasn't, yeah. I mean, it was one of those ones I thought, well, I need to see something. And I started watching it. And I thought... Well, I've started, so I'll finish. Yeah, I'll start, so I'll finish, yeah. I'll, I'll watch the end. I'll watch it to the end and see if it does get any better. And it just got... I am committed to my podcast. I will watch this. <laughs> Exactly the last right. Credit. Exactly right. So, and yeah, so and that's, we that's salute you. We salute you for it. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. You go. Thank you. So, uh, so what? What streaming platform was that on? Um, that was on Sky. That was on the Sky Sky, Sky movies. movies it's like that. Yeah, like the normal Sky Movie Channel. Yeah. All right. So, 
All right, cool. And so now I will carry on with my thing. And I kicked off the podcast by talking about how I should not judge a film by its poster. It's kind of like, you know, the the old old adage of never judge a book by its cover, which I yeah. was thinking about. And OK, this is an aside. Sean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking your I'm taking I'm borrowing from you here and going on an aside, going off on a tangent. <laughs> it's, it's like, OK, never judge a book by its cover. I mean, that's good. But the point of a cover is to make you know what's in the book. So, the, yeah, the, so you want to go there. Yeah, the, the point of the cover is to make you go, oh, this is the kind of book that I might like. So if you're never supposed to judge a book by its cover, that means that the cover is doing a very bad job. It's a very bad marketing job. But anyway, uh, rant over. But w- this made me think about this because last week we were talking about Greenland and we we're talking about films that we think were supposed to have been released on a big screen in the, in the last year. But because of the pandemic, have not been released on the big screen and have bypassed and ended up on some streaming platform. So we're talking about Greenland with Gerald Butler in it. And I was talking about how, even though I've heard that this film is good, I find it very hard to believe it because you look at everything about you, you see the poster and it's is like... Is it like the, Geostorm? It looks, it looks like Geostorm. It, it looks yeah. like a film that was made by Gerald Butler, what, like a year or maybe two years ago, where... Oh, the stuff falling from the sky that's gonna create a world-ending event. And then you see the poster, the trailer for this, and it's the stuff falling from the sky. It's gonna create a world-ending event. And you look at the poster, and, and there's a child involved. And there's a child, yeah. and he's he's holding a child, and there's a, there's a woman beside him, and it's like, and um, there's stuff falling, from, <laughs> and you're like, I've seen this film before. What the heck? What the heck is going on? That's what the poster tells you. And then you watch the film. I watched the film, and I was gobsmacked. I was really good because I actually started watching this film like on in the background because i was like it's a gerald butler film where the world ends and we we know what we're gonna get so gerard yeah and and the thing is and i don't think i think gerald butler is one of those guys who he knows what he he knows what his niche is and even when you hear interviews with him he doesn't make a big deal about it he doesn't try and create like he's creating citizen kane or he's expecting to win oscars he knows it's supposed to be entertainment and he owns that and then i started watching this film on in the background and then i found myself caring (laughs) I actually actually found myself caring I actually had to stop what I was doing to actually look at this film because there's things that happen and you go oh my god oh no oh no way because sure enough there is stuff thrown from the sky there is a world ending event and but this film does it does it in such a way that it's so believable so ground level and it made me think about films like um, like for instance you know The Rock we were talking about Dwayne Johnson earlier and he has a couple of films where it's like, you know, a natural disaster thing happening. Like I'm thinking Skyscraper, I'm thinking San Andreas. And yeah. where they always, they'll have things like, oh, in these films, he will always have a wife and one kid, a wife and one kid. And they are there purely to make you try and care about something. It's purely dry, but you're like, we don't really care. They're just putting them in. We know what you're trying to do. But in this film, it kicks off. And the beginning of the film is like a drama that just happens to have a world-ending event in the background. And it is so well done. Like, you totally buy the relationship he has with his kid, with his wife, because they're a little bit estranged. And there's this whole thing at the beginning of the film where it's like, are they are they breaking up? Are they not breaking up? Are they getting back together? What's going on there? And, oh, wait, there's stuff coming out of the sky and everybody thinks it's just going to be a nice, lovely light show until bits of this comet start hitting the earth. And then they're like, oh, my God, this is actually bad. This is actually bad. And the way they ratchet up the tension, it is so well done. Because I've heard, I've heard good things about this. Yeah, recently. No, honestly, I'm telling you, I am shocked. I was shocked at how good this <laughs> film was, because it were especially 
everything was going against it. It has world ending events. It has Gerald Butler. It has the director of another Gerald Butler film, Angel Has Fallen, in it. Oh, right. yeah. I, I, I was just I was looking at everything going. Okay, this is this is going to be silly. This is going to be silly, mindless fun. But honestly, when it comes to disaster flicks, this is one that actually has a heart. It goes, and especially I think with what we've been through in the last year, and you really see the way everything you take for granted can just be ripped from you in like an instant. Everything that we as a human race take for granted can just be ripped from us as an instant. It's, I think it resonates a little bit more. But I think Jorah Butler is brilliant in it. I think Maureen Abakarin in it, she is brilliant in it. There's a scene where there's a scene where they do something and like you're watching it and Sean, it might be a, what are you doing? That's a stupid idea. And even as I was watching it, I was going, okay, no, okay, th- this this is a bad idea. This, is, But they come up with a good reason why they do it, but I still think it's a stupid idea. Right, okay, yeah, and, well, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they, they have a reason. It has to do with their kid. Oh. And so that they, they end up, and it ends up meaning that for a, for a large part of the running time, the family is apart as, as in different places. And there's a scene where they come back together where I almost cried. <laughs> I, almost, I almost cried. And the way the film goes, you're not even, you're not sure how it's going to end. You're not sure whether this is going to be, because it's so realistic. And it's so, wow. like, the characters, are, it's not like a hero, we're going to go save the world. It's a, we're trying to survive here. And the way the film is done is you don't know if they're going to. And, yeah, so, actually, let me see. Let me I'm gonna have a look through my Yeah, yeah. Stop judging films like posters, don't judge it. Yeah, and they yeah. So I was really, really impressed with this. I was really impressed with the relationships because I think it sold the entire concept of the film. It ends it the, the it sold the entire idea of people trying to survive and people doing some horrible things in the name of survival. Because they essentially come to the point where they go, we think this is an extinction level event. We think that it's very unlikely anybody's going to survive. And then you start seeing people doing all sorts of things and everything, every single scrape they get into. And they end up having really, really good actors. I think this is what helps sell it. They have really good actors that show up to do something for five minutes. Do it brilliantly, but do it for five minutes and then disappear. You have Holt, Hope Davis shows up. Um, Holt McAnally. I think, I think that's how you say his last, his last name. He shows up. But these are people who you recognize. And be like, I know that person. I know that person. Scott Glenn. He shows up for five wow. minutes. He's always good. Yeah. And they knock it out of the park. You believe them. You believe that this end of the world, this is what it will do to families. This is what it will do to people. I loved it. And I was shocked. <laughs> wow. I don't think I can say how often. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how shocked I am. I'm so shocked I like this that I want you guys to watch it. Because then you can tell. Because if you came back and you told me, "Sorry, Tosin, there was something wrong with you." You had you, the head injury or something. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you ate some weird mushroom that made you hallucinate something. <laughs> I would actually believe you. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, cool. All right, I should make a point then. I send. I watch yeah, this one. Yeah, but if you yeah, guys, if you guys watch that. it, and if you say, "No, you're right. We actually thought it was quite good," I then I'll know. Okay, fine. I was not hallucinating when I saw this film. <laughs> I okay. I really enjoyed it. I would give it a four out of five. And I think that there yeah. is there there are some bits that are a bit too movie-ish, but even then, I think that they make it work. And it does have my whole thing where this is like they have this section of the towards the end where there's a whole bunch of people who are sort of communicating around the world, trying to figure out how, how what do we do with this worldwide thing that is affecting a whole bunch of people. And you know, my big bug bear, can you guess what I'm going to say? <laughs> they didn't just say Africa. 
no, 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 okay, no, 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 that would have been, that would have been, that would have been terrible. Somewhere <laughs> in Africa. No, because yeah. they, they, they say like, this is Beirut, this is Kathmandu. I actually wrote them, I went back and watched it and I wrote them all down. This is Sao Paulo, this is Moscow, this is Buenos Aires, this is New Delhi, this is Fairbanks, this is Greenland. They, there is no place in Africa. No place in Africa that, oh, wow. that they that that they, they that I'm like what so what we just go wiped so out massive continent is <laughs> what the heck come on so yeah I'll I'll give it a but 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 I think generally speaking loved the film four out of five okay and now I'll put it on my to watch list oh yeah yeah I I would I would recommend it I would wholeheartedly recommend it if only for the shock factor. That it's <laughs> yeah, if only for the shock factor, I would totally recommend this film. And um, now, okay, we we we're gonna have a little bit of a break, but before we do that, Sharon, you said that you watched The Serpent, which Sean had watched and had reviewed previously. So, do you just want to give us like a report back on The Serpent? What did you think? What uh, how did it compare to Sean's review? Yes, I agree with um with Sean's review because I know you mentioned about how it keeps doing these flashbacks and flash forwards and like mm. three months later then two months later then 10 and then three years ago and you are jumping back a lot and it, that did begin to get on my nerves i have to say um <laughs> and it, it happened throughout and so yeah. it's got to put i'm thinking oh could you just not bring it all up to date and but it's not they, they did... yeah but they do it quite quickly as well don't they sharon it's not like it's yeah. not like there's a big scene and then there's a little one it's all very much <laughs> Yeah, that's going on. So I do find that as a device, personally, it's not my favourite. I do quite. I don't mind people using different devices because you introduce information that you weren't aware of. But obviously, you get the current day, then they sort of go back and tell you how it happened. And some of that, I'm thinking, why did you just put it in that order? I just don't see it as a device how that is particularly useful. Uh, because the story is, because it's based on a true story, as Sean said um, about this this man who had this this charismatic and moral person who did these dreadful crimes and almost felt like he was entitled to do it because you know if he wanted something he saw no reason why he couldn't have that yeah and so if that meant poisoning someone or treating someone appallingly he had no problem with that he's someone who's a completely um amoral and without any emotional at all so i think the classic sociopath who has no empathy who has no understanding who has no sympathy and so when you meet see someone like that and they're at the center of the story you you can see how they're charismatic but you're horrified with them like a serpent you know it does hypnotize doesn't it so well that's the theory anyway that you know you can get hip they know their yeah. prey does get hypnotized by this deadly creature and so yeah i found it interesting horrifying in a in Though I didn't like the way the fact the fact that he was drawn so charismatically mm. because I was thinking I was a part of halfway through it I was thinking please don't tell me he got away with this because you get to think that you know the way he like ducks and dives I was thinking please don't build this up the fact that you know he gets away with it and so I did actually look up the real person I did go go to google searching to find out because i'm thinking this is just stressing me out the fact that he seems to get away with all these horrible horrible things yeah so as a drama it did certainly draw me in it had its flaws but i just thought yes i thought it was a very good piece of filmmaking it wasn't sympathetic towards these horrible deeds uh, or the people who you did feel sympathy for some of them 
but they went along with him. So you can see, yeah, they were sort of drawn into this life that they didn't really want to. They didn't choose it, but you know, the fact that you didn't choose something that you still colluded with it, you're still as guilty as if you did. Mm. You were still um, culpable for what you did. So, yeah, as as one of these like true crime dramas goes, it has its limitations because you are dealing with the real lives here, and mm. these were real victims at the end of the day who suffered at this man's hands. Yeah, and the story is theirs and not just his. So I think with the limitations of the story, I thought they did it remarkably well. And it did sort of keep you engrossed. And I was found myself sort of feeling quite unnerved by it. So and it places. Okay. Um, I think it's because I've dealt with, yes. Yes, yeah, so I was just going to give it a, a score. Yeah. Which would, I would say, um, yeah, I'd give it a four, a four out of five. Cool. Good stuff. Now, it was funny what you were saying, Sharon, about... Um, putting somebody who did horrible things as a charismatic character and all that. And I think that there's a new Netflix documentary called The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, or Cecil Hotel, however you pronounce that. And um, it is essentially about uh, a lady who disappeared and from what I can understand was never found. And this is a show that has given me real kind of, I'm like, I'm not sure I want to watch this. I'm not sure... It's like, what is the point of the show? Is It just seems to be glorifying in the fact that somebody died. And with no... It's not like there's anything investigative. It's not like there's anything to find out. It's just kind of like, somebody died. Ooh, let's delve into it. Ooh, how juicy is it? Somebody died. And I've started wondering, should we be watching those things? <laughs> and I... I yeah, I feel really, really uncomfortable. So I, when you were talking about the whole idea about glorifying this or making this person so charismatic uh, i'd 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 I, I i was kind of like having flashbacks to that although i would say if you want to see a documentary about something like that there's a documentary about called the jinx brilliant it is absolutely brilliant about a guy who in real life he has been he's gone to three murder trials he has been suspected of killing three people he's he's been acquitted of all of them and you watch it and there's this whole thing of that. Did he actually do it? Didn't he do it? But he is quite, he's, he's, he's a kind of guy, he's a bit weird, but you kind of want to hang out with him. You want to, you want to hear him speak some more. So if you can find that, the jinx, I found it on, and it was on Virgin Play. It might be on Sky, Sean. But I think, right, okay. I, I think that one, I think you like, because it, it's a, it's, that one, I think there's a point to. I think it's, it, it's not just glorifying in people's deaths, which I honestly don't see how this yeah. vanishing at the Cecil Hotel will be anything but There's that. some, that makes I guess. me quite uncomfortable because I was looking at one series on Amazon actually I didn't watch it um, but it was called 999 sort of pillars on tape or something and my cousin was murdered by her husband nine years ago now. and she was featured on this she was one of the the victims on this oh, wow. television series and I thought I, I couldn't watch it <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to watch it I mean she was my uh, my second cousin yeah uh, so uh, we didn't grow up together we didn't know i didn't know very pretty well i think we'd only met you know once many 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 years ago uh, but yes yeah, she was killed by her husband and he was convicted at trial for her murder and is currently still in prison for it but i didn't know her but i obviously knew her granddad who was my uncle who i did know very well mm. and i was very close to my uncles and he's he's dead now um but i remember at the time when she was killed the impact it had, the ripples that went out. 
And I think people don't always see that when they see these films. They go, oh, that's an interesting story. Yeah. Like Louise's death was like, oh, that's interesting because, you know, the scene, the way, the things that he, some of the things that he did made it interesting in an academic way. But I think people who do, they don't see the impact it had on my two cousins mm. or on her granddad yeah. or on her aunt and her cousins. I mean, we're a huge family, but there's, there's dozens of us. Yeah. And this one event sent ripples that, that really went wide. So when I see these things about real killers, I always think, I remember having a conversation with my cousin who after, about five years after Louise was killed said, I don't think I'm ever going to be happy ever again. And this was five years later. So I think there's real impact on these things. And it's not just an interesting story. So I always approach real life crime stories with a little bit of hesitancy because I think yeah. the members of, of that family, they're, they're, the ripples do go out. Trepidation is a, a good word. Afterwards. Yeah, trepidation is a good yeah. word. Sure. Like when I heard about this film, this disappearance movie, I have to say my butt clenched. My... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, really, it really, I was like, oh, I do not know about this. I really, really do not know about this. So, it, but, um, yes. And now this is going to, there's no way hiding. This is going to be a horrible, horrible gear change. And you can feel the gears <laughs> grinding as we go from Sharon talking about losing a family member and then TV entertainment being made out of it to Sean. I found um, the first review on IMDb for the film that you you spoke about outback yeah and yeah it well it's first of all i just want to say sharon i hope you're okay i hope you <laughs> oh absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah, I, I yeah i i don't want i don't want to feel as if we're just going oh well you lost a family member anyway <laughs> moving on yeah i, I don't know <laughs> it's it's i didn't bring it up because you know i yeah. to elicit anything other than the same that there's a wider discussion here but we are part of a podcast that talks about films and we talk about them you know dispassionately and compassionately so we yeah. can approach it in different ways so we can yeah we can discuss it and move on and talk about other things as well all right cool thank you very much Sharon. <laughs> thank you for thank you for that because if not uh, i don't know how to felt all right so sure <laughs> the first review of outback on imdb okay let me just check is your imdb um I ID greenhouse three five zero five. No, 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 no. Because, because I just I just managed to I just happened to glance this and it says, I know this is biased, but as an Aussie, all the misses and I did was laugh. The lack of oh. <laughs> the, the lack of basic common sense in this adventure was flat out amusing. <laughs> <laughs> it says we Aussies have the awesome ability to laugh at ourselves. The the clenches in this romp are hilarious. If you can see the funny side of everything, he's just joined the army but hasn't finished basic training. It wasn't made clear whether or not he started it half started it or was halfway through. But as an ex serviceman, I've never heard of getting leave during basic training. <laughs> Not sure what your thought over there. I'm guessing in America, but survival skills top the list over here. No forethought of supplies when heading into the desert, no matter what country, is where the laughs really started for us. The jellyfish, the scorpion, and the tippin were cringeworthy. I mean, seriously, did anyone research the wildlife at all? The type of venom, species, characteristics, and or behavior of these animals, based on the fact as a true story, dot, 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 no. An, ur <laughs> an, an urban legend with a, loose grip on, with a loose grip on free reign, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well... 
Oh well, there you go. Yeah, so no, I just saw that. I was like, oh my god, that's just that's a bit like what Sean just told us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. But okay, so now we go to our final film of the week. A final film of the week, and this is a, going back to Sean. So Sean, what was the other thing that you seen? Okay, this this was a Spanish film called um, um, Gun City, mm. and uh, it was a subtitled film. So I, I don't know if you like subtitled films, but I thought Gun City, you know me, yeah, some like, of the I best. Like, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, so basically the story of this is there's a, a train robbery at the beginning um, and there, there's a lot of arms, a lot of uh, uh, arms have been stolen and all that, and then it goes to the police investigation and you get the, um, there's this other guy that's come, he's, he's like a, they call him, what do they call him? They, I can't remember what they call him. But anyway, he sort of turns up, he's a police when he says, oh, I'm here to help with the investigation. And you straight away sort of know, yeah, there's not something, there's something not quite right about him. Is he like an undercover investigator? Because there's obviously, this is taking time in in the 20s, 1920s. So there's obviously the police are really corrupt and there's a lot of corruption and stuff going on and they're mm-hmm. investigating this. And he sort of turns up sort of out of the blue. And, um, oh, that's right. They, what, what are they, I think what they call him. I think they got a nickname for him. Anyway, so he, you're like, yeah, this guy's, this guy's a little bit, a little bit undercover, I reckon. I reckon he's trying to, He's like one of those, you know, what, whatever they call them, the investigators, you know, the um, yeah, the internal affairs. But then something happens. They go out, they get this guy, they're interrogated, and something happens, and you think, wow, maybe he's not, maybe he's not, not, you know, maybe he's not in it because he does something that's like, wow. You think, oh, well, may, well, maybe he's not a good guy or something. Maybe he's not. Yeah, maybe he's not a good guy because he comes in first of all, and you're immediately thinking they don't really know him. These these corrupt policemen, they don't really know him. But then he does something, so they're like, "Yes, he's got to be good." He's, he's and he does something quite serious. So, yeah, he's definitely one of them. He's definitely he's going to be. A, he's the, that kind of guy. Yeah, he can be. He can come into our fold and get caught up in the corruption because there's like a a, a mafia guy. Um, so there's all these these sort of things going on. Um, they investigate this arms thing, and then there's there's a little sidetrack of women's rights. So you've got all these Spanish women that are saying that and they get beaten up, and there's all this. this what, sort of what, what time period is this set in? 1920s so okay. i say about, oh. about yeah early early 1920s so not long after the the, the so in spain world. in spain yeah same place in barcelona was that franco uh no so he wouldn't have franco been just before yeah okay. they've been just before that that'd be like with the anarchists and the yeah so that had been that had been before franco because the, 30s, the, the spanish it? civil war was 36 and this is like mm. the 1920s so um but obviously you can see it's quite good because you can see how all the different factions are starting to to form and then you get like you've got like the mafia involved but funny enough you should say about the 1920s that's i looked at this movie and i'm like yeah i uh i can see see where it's going the only one of the faults i had with it was that the some of the some of the arms that were robbed and some of the arms that were being used weren't quite invented yet so <laughs> like, like, that'll, that'll do m1, it m1, m1 cards which are like weren't invented till <laughs> the 1940s, like. Okay. Um, uh, uh, did anybody at any point take out a smartphone? <laughs> no, they didn't take out a smartphone. <laughs> but if you didn't know, you wouldn't really, really know any difference. So yeah. there's a lot of action in this. There's a lot of shootouts. There's a little side thing goes with the with the the woman. You, you know, like one of the women because she gets beaten up. One of her friends gets killed. She gets involved with the anarchists, but she's having a little bit of a thing with the policeman and there's all so it sort of cuts in and out there's a lot of stuff going on and it does sometimes 
if you don't keep on top of it with the subtitles, it can get a little bit confusing. Mm. But um, yeah, so but it's yeah, yeah, loads of conspiracies going on. Some nice action sequences. Um, so, so, so is yeah. it more is it more of an action film or is it more of a kind of like a thriller? Uh, I would say probably probably equal amounts. I would think all right, because okay. you're wondering you're wondering where it's all going to go. You know, there's there's all these uh, conspiracy type things and different characters and like all oh, because the the copper that's arrived he sort of goes to the the mafia guys. He goes, I, you know, I can help you. I can tell you when there's going to be a raid and all this sort of stuff. And he says, well, aren't you? You know, aren't we paying you guys already? He says, "Yeah, but I can, you know, help help out." So, and then, and then there's another twist at the end. So there's a couple of twists and turns in this, and um, as I say, the action sequences. And I, I, I think it's on the whole, it's pretty good if you can take the subtitles. And apart from sometimes it can be a bit confusing, but I think on the whole, it's a it was a pretty good movie. It was I saw this on Netflix. It is on Netflix. So. Yeah, I can read for three hours. To, yeah. Or two, two. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, so, so you know, it kept me interested. Um, I, I don't mind subtitled films. Uh, so how so many stars? I'd probably give this, now it's tough. I'm tempted to give it, I'm tempted to give it a four, but I think, and I, I did think about this over the past couple of days, I think it's probably just going to get a, a pretty solid three. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's a good watch. It's a good watch. It's not like fantastic. It doesn't like blow you out the water, but it's All a right. good watch. Cool, good mm. stuff. And I believe that that is it for this week. Every We've night, covered them all. We yeah. have covered yeah. them all. We have covered them all. I would like to thank um, Pete, Peter Jenkins of Are You Watching? Um, that's a page on Facebook, Are You Watching? For for kind of backing me up and making me know that, like, you know, I didn't have some weird out-of-body experience when I watched Greenland. He, he gave it a <laughs> 7 out of 10. He gave it a 7 out of 10. So, yeah, yeah that, that's pretty much me on a 4 out of 5. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. That 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 kind of backs me up a bit. I, it, I didn't. Yeah, where? Well, yeah, I didn't eat some weird poisoning. cheese. It was genuinely good. <laughs> it was. It, it might. It might genuinely be a good film. Although, I mean, the guy who directed it, Rick Roman War, which sounds is one of those names that you go. I want to know the story behind this. I want to know where your family comes from because that sounds like you made it up so that you sound cool. Rick Roman yeah. War. <laughs> it's yeah. I think because okay, think about Angel Has Fallen, right? You know. So, Sean, you watched Angel Has Fallen. Yes, and yes, yes. everybody I know who watched that film that year, I think it was the most unifying film that year because everybody said, "Now that was a piece of rubbish. That is a stupid, <laughs> stupid film." Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I kind of yeah, liked yeah. it. That was awful. It was. It was pretty. It was shy, I mean. <laughs> it was. It was good, but everybody kind of said it was. It was rubbish. But I kind of liked it because yeah. it, it knew it was stupid. And I think that the guy he has a little bit of an eye. He has a little bit of something that which I think gets more fleshed out here. But anyway, thank you very much, Peter Jenkins, for are you watching for back for making me know I wasn't crazy. And until next week, when Sean and Sharon might back me up a little bit more or bring me back yeah. down to earth. <laughs> we'll bring back. We'll There's see. a couple of series I'm going to try to tackle. Yeah. I won't name them just in case I completely fail. Wonder, wonder uh, because I don't want to be obliged to watch it. Yeah, wonder, wonder I haven't vision. got Disney Plus. Yeah. We, we, we've got to figure out a way of getting you that. Get you to see that. We, I think we have we have a couple of episodes before by our self-imposed rules we yes, are allowed to talk yes, about Wonder yes, Vision yeah, and yeah. I do not know what my, where my head's going to be when we get there because know, so, so far so far so so far so good um, right until then I might actually finish watching Succession because 
You remember I was on this I was on the set of a TV show called Succession. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And there's a bit in and I figured I was going to be at the end of the season where there's a wedding. And but instead of just jumping forward to the episode where there's a wedding and trying to figure out whether I could find myself, I decided to watch this season so that when it got to the wedding, I'll I'll understand the full gravity of my background appearance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the full gravity of a background appearance. So I'm watching my way through that. I'm getting uh so I might finish watching that by next week. But until that time it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye for me. And it's a goodbye from me. Thank you very much for joining us. Please do get in touch. And a goodbye from Laurie and Austin as well. Yeah, goodbye from Laurie and Austin. <laughs> Laurie and Austin. You'll, you'll only see that if you're watching this on YouTube. But <laughs> if you're listening to it online, nah, never mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> if, if you're listening to the audio, never mind. Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye.